Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. What is going on, everybody? My name is Connor Lawler. Welcome to another week of Weird News Wednesdays. This is the Heroes for Hire podcast. We are back again talking all the strangest news stories from around the world. We talk about the news that the real news is too afraid to talk about. As always, I am joined by my partner in crime, Mr. Sean Mead. Sean, how is it going? Good, Connor. I'd like to just actually let all the viewers know that all of my responses this week are pre-recorded because I couldn't make the recording session, unfortunately. (laughs) Um, why would you tell them that if we'd gone through that trouble why would you then tell them a very good question Connor (laughs) (laughs) what's your social security number why would I give that information out on a podcast how do you Uh, know (laughs) how do you know I just asked that (laughs) (laughs) he's got me okay I was here the whole time (laughs) (laughs) so this is weird news show what do we do here other than you being an idiot other than me being an idiot, yes. oh, I see. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, usually <laughs> what happens is you spend the week, um, spend you, you put your time to good use. You gather all the weird news stories from around the world. You whittle them down into a list uh, yeah. capable of mortals to understand, and then yeah. you read them out to me. I've not heard any of the weird news stories, so we just have a bit of a chat about how mental people are. This is true. This is true. So, Sean... Where we want to start this week is we've covered a lot of ghosts here on Weird News. Um, we have pirate we, ghosts, uh, romantic pirate ghosts, ghosts, romantic ghosts. Um, Those well, are the two types of ghosts. To, pirate ghosts also was romantic. <laughs> That's also true. We've had ghosts in phones. Uh, we've yeah. had ghosts exercised over Skype. 
So how many yeah. more ghost stories can you tell, Connor? Well, this week I have, I mean, there's there's lots of different ways to tell if a ghost, like, to tell if a hard dig is occurring, Sean. <laughs> right? <laughs> Are we referring to it as a haunting now? <laughs> Just, I'm in that mood. That's but, hard. Sean, there's... There's some telltale signs. What exactly to you would be a telltale sign that you were being haunted? I used to watch a show called Mystery Hunters as a kid, right? And yeah. they had they did a whole bunch of episodes about ghosts and shit like that. One of the classic moves is you throw a load of flour around the floor. And if you see footsteps, that means there's either a ghost or a burglar in the house. Or maybe and one of the production crew has stepped in some flour. <laughs> And then you cut away and then cut back. (laughs) Also possible. What else could... Okay, other ghost things. A chilly room. Uh, Things flying off the shelves. Uh, Animals being uh, like uh, perturbed, shall we say. (laughs) Perturbed? We shall say. For some reason, chairs being like set up on top of each other. I never understood that one. No, all the presses in the kitchen... Sorry, cupboards, all the cupboards in the kitchen opening up at once. That's pretty spooky. People being literally dragged out of bed in the night by an unseen force. Well, (laughs) they're about the same. (laughs) Furniture, being dragged out of bed to hell, through a television, just any of the stuff, right? Any of these. But, But mostly, there's a new way to tell, Sean, if you're being haunted. And that is with the the old smeller, right? Because right. ghosts have a certain smell. Well, this one in particular, because a landlord has come to a shot and said, Landlord claims ghost with B.O. is haunting her pub. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> How is ghost her first? Would she not just think that something is smelly in the pub? Maybe one of like, the patrons has been living in the pub. Or worse comes to worse, you lift one of your own arms, maybe have a sniff, go, maybe it's me. Is this the absolute like level of the Nile? Just be like, no, it couldn't be me who smells like that. It's a ghost. It's a ghost. <laughs> it's a ghost. A ghost. <laughs> now, after the gym, <laughs> I go. Um, a landlord claims a ghost with B.O. is haunting her pub and has even been caught moving objects on CCTV, Sean. That's more like it. That's more mm-hmm. like it. That's what we want. Um, and then, Wait, shit! Oh, what? I thought it was the perfect joke. Oh, oh shit! More no, like a ghost. On, what do you need me to tell me? What, what okay. do you need me to say to set you? Can up? you just give me the headline again? Uh, landlord claims ghost would be. Oh, we're going to edit this in. Landlord <laughs> claims ghost would be. Oh, is haunting her pub. More like ghost would be. Oh, oh, a boo. <laughs> Yes. We're not editing, we're not editing that in. No, Connor, please. <laughs> you did it. <laughs> well, yeah, no, Connor, please. <laughs> um, Adele Gill, who runs the White Hart in Corsley, Wiltshire, with her partner Steve Ellis, said staff have had to put up with a lot at the hands of the spectre, who has routinely moved objects and even touched employees. Over the last few months. Oh, is it a leery ghost? Is it a little mm. creepy ghost? I don't think there's any, like, nice ghosts. You don't, you don't think, like, of ghosts as being a charman. Casper, I suppose. Nearly headless I mean, Nick. <laughs> he, he was just Billy Connolly. He just had that charm about him. <laughs> I might be thinking of just Billy Connolly in that role, yeah. actually. Most recently, the ghost, known as 
Henry was accused of moving a spirit measure last Friday with the mysterious moment captured on the CCTV. Well, to be fair, it has spirit in the name. That's <laughs> true. That's why he's, he's in the bar, because of all the spirits. <laughs> he's only haunting the whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> like myself. <laughs> the old stomping ground. Or, or is it haunting me? <laughs> He's just at the counter with shorts. Just like, I don't know, lads. I don't know what I'm doing. You don't know what it's like being a ghost. Everyone looks through you. Um, So um, she said that she didn't believe in ghosts until she began regularly crossing paths with smelly old Henry. All right, just call... Calling them names all of a sudden. <laughs> she told Somerset Live, It is not the only thing that has happened here. We call him Henry and believe him to be a previous landlord of the oh, pub, Sean. Right. So there you go. Henry the Eighth, perhaps. It, it, <laughs> no, I'm assuming like in the 70s. Oh, all like, right. Oh. <laughs> Fair enough. You know, it was going to be either Henry VIII or Henry Hoover. I didn't know which would be a funnier ghost. They're the only two famous Henrys. Yeah. Or Winkler. <laughs> There's the fonts. <laughs> He's not dead. <laughs> He's not dead, actually. That's a good point. What a lovely man. What a lovely man. Um, you can still be a previous landlord and not be dead. Although if you're a ghost, you have to be dead. So I, I would see say being dead from. is prerequisite to being a ghost, unless you're some God, kind of he's... Danny Phantom scenario. They're, they're not going to let me join the Ghostbusters now with this kind of attitude that I no, have. No, you're relegated to secretary duty. Danny, I'm always a fan of a Danny Phantom reference. That's just, if you want to have a rap going, <laughs> 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 do the opening team song. Can we do that for the patrons at some point? Like a review of Danny Phantom. I'm sure there's a TV movie or something. It's fine. We'll talk about this later. Um, we call him Henry because he, be- yeah, we believe he's a previous landlord of the pub. I know it mm. sounds bonkers, but you can smell him. It's like a musty B.O. smell. We smell that and then something happens. But like, in all the history of recorded ghosts, surely yeah. smell is the least affected sense that people generally experience um, taste I guess eyes sight like you don't see the, a ghost the sense of eyes correct <laughs> <laughs> I'm not coming across well here am I <laughs> it's, it's been a long day uh, like, I'm, I'm, not, I'm working in the opticians next week <laughs> oh <laughs> no he's working at ghost hunters the, uh, I, like, I, to be fair like with the eyes like people see like orbs and like glowy and weird out of focus bits of old western photographs and shit that freaks me out yeah, yeah. that's that's extra creepy when it's out of focus oh I, I, I think most ghosts are blurry uh, <laughs> the thing about it is though with the BO thing surely it's just an actual human that mm. they're smelling and then weird shit happens our staff have had to put up with a lot. One time I was getting something out of the safe and I felt a hand around my leg, fingers and thumb gripping it. It was unreal, she said. A couple of times I've had regulars walk out looking very spooked <laughs> and it's only a week or so later that they admit that they saw something behind the bar. Okay, I'm cool. about to make a claim here. And I don't yeah. want to call anyone's bar into question. I don't want to call any landlords into question. Yeah. Is there any chance that there's a carbon monoxide leak in the bar? 
<laughs> so it's either a ghost or carbon monoxide. <laughs> both equally terrifying, both equally yeah. unseen killers. Uh, yeah, be unseen aware, killers. people. I would say monoxide kills more people than ghosts. That's true, actually. Yeah. Ghosts generally have already gone through the death pro. Heaven forbid that this ghost died of carbon monoxide poisoning. Can you think of the next big horror movie? <laughs> it's like paranormal <laughs> activity, but they're just like dying from monoxide. It's carbon monoxide poisoning the whole time. In, they're just in a house and it's just normal, but it's not regulated. They never got it checked. They never got it checked. Like, they, don't, they don't regularly check their alarm. The last 10 people who have lived here have died. They're all, all their blood is everywhere. We can't figure it out. Some say it's a ghost. Some say gas leak. We don't know. <laughs> Some say incredibly common thing to have happen. <laughs> Others say ghost. <laughs> In every single family, it's just the star of the movie is just them going, will we buy you a smoke detector? Ah, we will. Will we buy you different, any different te- detectors? Fuck that. Not <laughs> yeah. waste of money on that. <laughs> and then there's one family and it's just like, oh, we'll get the all-in-one unit. And then they go and it's out of stock and they say, ah, this'll do. And then, <laughs> ah, it'll be grand. So we'll get yeah. it next week. We'll get it next week. Then it's a series of shots of them. It's a montage of them coming home going, fuck it, I, from, I meant to get that. <laughs> <laughs> I'd watch it. You know what? Yeah. I would watch it. And there's one and it's a lad and he's really socially anxious and he wants yeah. to check it, but he always thinks of it at like, 11 o'clock in the night and he doesn't want to wake yeah. the neighbour so he's ah, I'll check it at around midday tomorrow and then he never does because they never leave a note and he has to record phone. a podcast later on what? is this very specific <laughs> <laughs> check it Sean please <laughs> <laughs> it's probably fine <laughs> um, this became a disclaimer for <laughs> carbon monoxide um, we're paid by big monoxide <laughs> big monoxide uh, we've seen it too it's hard to describe it's like a fast-moving vapour trail. We've got it on the CCTV too, she says. Is someone in the bar smoking a terrible vape? That could be it as well. That yeah. smells of B.O. It's an odd flavour choice, I'll admit. Uh, <laughs> Unless the person who's doing it smells of B.O. and is then just also smoking the vape. What hap- Yes, or even let, the person who has the vape absolutely smells like roses, right? Um <laughs> But their friend has very poor hygiene. They always yeah. sit in the same direction from each other. Oh. So exhale the vape, filters through smelly ogi, and then, oh no, all of those desk fans are pointed in the same direction. And so it blows the smoke and simultaneously knocks over various items from the bar. Someone's after drinking all the whiskey. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> that vape is drinking whiskey. <laughs> it's okay, he has carbon monoxide poisoning. <laughs> um, she also says that the waiters have held, felt hands touching them and been scratched by something. They seem to get picked on a bit. Another time, a set of Sorry, dishes. that just sounds like their staff have a really terrible time at work. <laughs> I, I think they're just kind of covering themselves. Yeah. <laughs> As another time, a set of dishes that are usually on top of the fridge had been lined out neatly in a perfect row overnight, Sean. Overnight. A perfect row. Perfect How do you explain row. that? It's the work of Satan himself. <laughs> I'm... <laughs> okay, and this is... I would love to give my usual fantastical theories about what happens here, but I find it much funnier to think that one of the waiters is just fucking with her. Yes. Like, they've given their two weeks notice, 
and they're just like, I'm going to have fun while I'm here. <laughs> I also, honestly, these, the way she knows that this is a ghost is one, smell of B.O. And then these three big moments. So he's been scratching waitresses. He's been, you know, doing very minor things like laying out plates. But the kitchen staff have also had things thrown at them. Our chest deep freezer opens on its own. One of the ice machines opens and closes on its own. Not only that, one of the customers said that she felt someone tug at her bag in the bathroom. But there was nobody there. Sure. See, now you're a sceptic. This is all evidence. Inscrutable evidence, I would say. Not like, you know, locks on freezers can break. Same with ice boxes, I'm assuming. That woman could have just been getting pickpocketed. Uh, harmless things like that. Harmless things. <laughs> <laughs> it's all criminals. Local delinquents is what's it causing like this. It's a really shit like bar where just like you have handsy guests, the kitchen staff yeah. get things thrown at them and people get robbed in the bathroom. And she's just like, it's a ghost. It's a ghost, lads. He smells bad. <laughs> um, also, we can hear noises sometimes from the hall, which aren't right. But so then it all comes out to Sean. So why exactly is Henry being a dick? Is the main question. True. And Adela has a theory. And this theory, I mean, this is a long story, Sean. We've gotten through a lot of content here. It's a, it has to be a big theory to find out why this ghost is causing such hassle. Surely there's a good reason. I think that Henry may be upset that we've redecorated without you asking his permission due to the fact that he's dead. <laughs> then I would argue Henry is the pettiest ghost to ever be undead. <laughs> he's got one. <laughs> Like, he was, a, he was a landlord, not an interior designer. Yeah, like, he's not looking at that wallpaper going, Pfft. Jesus Christ. Chartreuse, you absolute heathens. <laughs> Red, fucking making the room smaller. Where's a bit of fucking white? We're brightening <laughs> this place up or what, lads? Fuck yeah, come on. Bit of, bit, what do we need? Bit of grey. Bit of grey everywhere. God, that would be we nice. Knock, knock, I can't believe you built back up that wall. Knock through that wall there now. Have a big opening. That's a lovely yeah. little area. We had an island right here now. So, <laughs> the the ghost is pissed off about interior decorating. So, his big his goal is to sabotage the restaurant. Or bar or yeah. whatever it is. Or the pub. But, like, sabotage it in very minor ways of just being smelly. And ultimately, maybe just slightly pushing some people the odd time. It sounds to me more like it's just quite a a, a not great pub uh, and they're making the wildest excuse they could possibly have. Because you can go to a place and it'll be like, oh, the rent's so expensive, God, we can't afford cleaning staff or anything like that. But this is just like, ah, you might get robbed and the place smells like shit, but it's because of the ghost. (laughs) And then that brings more people in, because people want to see the ghost. Ghost bar? You want to go to ghost bar? You always want to go to ghost bar. You don't want to go to carbon monoxide bar. Nobody's going there. No, meanwhile, you go to, like, any pub in Ireland, and it's haunted. Like, and they'll tell you that up front. <laughs> but they'll be drinking a Guinness, as they tell you. <laughs> fucking yeah. ghost in the back, boys. <laughs> fucking mad. <laughs> there was a part where we went to college, and that was meant to be haunted. Um, and it was, like, the main place that everyone went. <laughs> and that was meant to be haunted? Yeah. Not oh my uh, god! 
Not exactly the one you're thinking of, the one across the street from that. Right, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> how, how big is the ghost? How smelly? How, how are we talking here? I mean, like, it's a student bar, so I'd say, you know, about as smelly as you can get. The worst of the worst. <laughs> Smells like carbon monoxide as it goes. <laughs> <laughs> Sean, I wanted to start off this week with something spooky. Like, this ghost just needs a shower, mostly. And to be honest with you, it just needs to stop being a bit of a shithouse. That's... Uh, oh, maybe that's it. He is a shithouse. Uh, do you... Like, if you think... If you die smelly, are you just smelly forever then? Oh, that's a big question. If, yeah, if you cause, do... Because when you die, though, you shit yourself. So... I heard that. Everyone's smelly when they die. Everyone's smelly when they die. No one gets out clean. Like, oh, te- unless technically you're not smelly until after you die. Because you don't shit yourself until you're dead. So That's there's true. a theory there that... Hmm. Die while shitting yourself, Elvis Presley style. We can, can safely confirm that Elvis is a smelly ghost. Oh, he's smelly. So smelly. So smelly. Because <laughs> like, have you seen the movie Stardust? Um, which one's that one? It's the one with a young Charlie Cox and he, he meets a star. No. Right, okay. Henry Cavill's in it. It's a delight. But there's a thing in that where characters die, some characters die and they come back as ghosts, but they come back like in the form that they died. So one dude like fell out of a building and so his face is all smushed up. Oh man, so, how unlucky do you have to get? Well, there was one lad who drowned and he's just soaking wet all the time. <laughs> not great, not great, you're catching pneumonia. It'll be yeah. bad. <laughs> so this dude just like... Had a heart attack at the gym, I guess. Yeah, I mean, no, he had a heart attack drinking, but he had been like a three-day bender, so he hadn't got yeah. home. Yeah, that's it. That's definitely what happened. And now he's... That's where he died. He died in that pub. And now he's just like... It, he, he wants In the women's more. bathroom? And he needs a euro for the karaoke machine. <laughs> Do karaoke machines take a euro now? I don't know. I, maybe the jukebox is better. The jukebox. Fair. Fair enough. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to have to move on to our next piece of news. And this is a big one. And there's not often I get to say this sentence. <laughs> but Assassin hired for Peacock after Craigslist ad took a hit out on the bird. <laughs> what did it do? I guess you can call it foul play, Sean. Oh, very good. <laughs> Excellent work. Nearly as good as my... Ghost joke way from better, earlier. Way better. <laughs> um, a peacock that has been a staple in a California neighborhood for years has had its life threatened after someone posted a Craigslist ad taking a hit out on the bird, Sean. Okay, like, I would say a fairly easy mark of flightless bird. Uh, how much is he paying? Um, I don't know if that actually. I don't know how much I uh, if I got that information. They probably don't want to publicise it. To be fair, no, they don't. <laughs> In the online posting went up on June thirteenth, um, a little more than two weeks before the peacock, nicknamed Mister P or Azul, has apparently gone missing. In Humboldt County, oh, reported no. last Wednesday, Sean. Holy shit! They're going to be sent like a feather in the post. <laughs> For what? Like, what can you give back? I'm assuming a live and healthy peacock, no? Yeah, but no, I mean, like, what do they want? Just money, I suppose. Money, I guess. If you want your peacock returned, give me a hundred euros. Who are they sending it to? Uh, the, the, uh, the news? But they send it the to peacock's the peacock's family. The peacock's peacock. family. Peacock's family, um, yeah. 
And Glass said, um, who was one of the residents, one of the neighbour's daughters had actually recalled seeing a Craigslist ad in search of a peacock assassin. The ad, which was first reported by the local outlet, had appeared in Craigslist wanted section with the title Someone to Get Rid of a Peacock, adding it wanted the animal dead by any means necessary. What's your damage with this peacock, dude? <laughs> by any means necessary. I don't care if you fight it, I don't care if you run it over with a steamroller. Poison it. Stab it. Hang it. Just, I need it gone. Have you seen Reservoir Dogs? <laughs> do do that. <laughs> do all of them. Do all of that. <laughs> all um, of that to that peacock. <laughs> the, the author, who wasn't identified, claimed that the bird had first appeared in the neighbourhood four months ago and then complained about being awakened by its calls, Sean, in the morning time. In the morning time, you say? Mm. How? Okay. I, I'm not sure if it's going to come up on the audio. I'm going to look up like a peacock call uh, to see how annoying that would be in the morning. For four months, mind, to basically make you want to kill a peacock. Because mm. okay, it would have to be go. quite bad. It would. This is in HD. I'm turning my volume all the way up. Oh, here we go. Okay. There's a peacock. Yeah. <laughs> Do that again. <laughs> why, why, why is that so funny? I have no idea. I paused it. It's too much, but it's, just, it's not the sound I expected. There, it's there, such a graceful I bird. <laughs> I thought that was like a cat stuck under a car. It sounds very like that. I can, look. Do it I'm again. not advocate. Do it again. Okay. Here Look, we go. I just, I'm tucked up in bed. I'm tucked up all nice and snow, snuggly. Yeah. Saturday like, morning, you've had a long week of work. Oh, I've, I've been dying in work all week. I just need a lion. <laughs> For fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> He's that at it be, again. That would be a nightmare, I must say. Uh, the, um, this Enough video, to take by a the hit way. out of the bird. This has 2.8 million views, by the way. Yeah. They're all from this one guy. <laughs> He's just like he wants to know that sound. Now I do think. Look, if they if they find this man, right, and it's definitely a man. If mm. they find him and they they can't arrest him or whatever, I definitely think people should hide like Bluetooth speakers around the base of his windows. Oh and yeah, just keep playing that sound anyway. Find like the YouTube ten hour version of that. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah, and like there's there's a there's a, a a very like obvious speaker, and then there's several hidden speakers in the bushes. In, in the, the bushes. ones under his pillow. Don't oh. <laughs> know what's going on. <laughs> one's implanted in his skull. <laughs> he can never he- unhear it. Um, so the author also had a little bit of a a little bit of a comment underneath it, Sean. He's taking a hit out on this peacock. So he's like, please contact me so we can form a strategy to eliminate the bird. And oh, also wants- to agree on how much you will be compensated. <laughs> yeah, right. So he wants in on the kill there. Like oh, he, he, wants- wants- he wants a 50-50 deal. They have like a pincer movement kind of thing that they're planning. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to flank the bird. He'll outsmart me. I need someone else that I can trust. <laughs> 
because <laughs> he's already guaranteed he's going to be done. <laughs> like, he's going to fool me. I can guarantee that, boys. I am tick as shit. I'll but I need someone on the inside. there as a distraction. Yeah. I need you to I, dress up as a bird. <laughs> I like the idea that he tried to do it himself already and now has to resort to asking for a hitman. Which, I'm, I'm, I think a hitman for animals is just called a hunter. I think it's called a vet. The, fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, to be fair. Know, whenever I think whenever I think of animal, animals dying, I think of like you have to go to the vet. The, uh, the, uh, that's the kindest way of doing it, absolutely. Yes, but like th- to have this man be like, no, 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 I'm not going to call animal control or like a wildlife sanctuary or anything like that. No. And I don't want to get. I don't want to have kill him. I don't want to have the blood on my own hands. I'm having I'm having the blood on your hands because I'm not doing this, and so he wants to form a strategy in some sort of movement. I can only assume, but mm-hmm. one of the residents has told the Times that the peacock began visiting her neighborhood six years ago and often came by her house because it likes spending time with the chicken she owns. She said many people in the community appreciated the animal and would bring their kids over to take pictures with it. Even the UPS guys would stop and take pictures, she told the Times. Another resident, Kelsey Radent, told the news that it was a very communal peacock, Sean. It makes the rounds and it says hi to everyone, she told them. (laughs) Look, peacock has its routine, likes it, makes it happy. Get the get the morning paper. Walks down the street. Fucking a few waves here and there. Introduce Peacock's yourself. Peacock's taping a little hat to, hat to everyone. <laughs> Tell Tom the good work. You fucking devil. You're not a bad man, Tom. <laughs> oh, fine day for a Tom. <laughs> Susan, how's that account going? Good, good. Ah, oh, Jesus, uh, Susan, you get that promotion. I'd say you will. I'd and, say and you will. What age is your young lad? Six. Oh, my God, Jesus, where does the they time go? Up. They grow up so fast, so they do. How tall is seven foot? Jeez. <laughs> I'm a talking peacock. <laughs> yeah. That's the main thing, Susan. <laughs> Susan, I really want to drill down here. I'm a fucking talking peacock. You're on drugs. Check your monoxide alarm, Susan. <laughs> <laughs> We're not sponsored by them. No, but like, there, are worse, there are worse things I could be saying for people to do. That's, that is true, actually. That is true. Um, so, without we have two sides of the story. This one guy in Craigslist, he says this animal is a nightmare. And mm. on the other side, we have all of the other residents tell us that this peacock, nice bloke. Do you know what this reminds me of, Connor? It reminds me very much of one of my favourite characters of all time, which is Spider-Man. Because on one side you have J. Jonah Jameson of the Daily Bugle mm. calling Spider-Man a menace. He's a terrible menace, yeah. for the city. But on the other hand you have the regular people of New York who are very happy with Spider-Man and think he's a good addition to the community. You mess with one of us, you mess with all of us. Exactly. So what I think mm. is going to happen here is that, okay, so the Peacock's girlfriend is going to get thrown off a bridge, right? Um, this will then drive the peacock forward. Willem to, Dafoe will be there. Willem, oh, it's Willem Dafoe doing it. Not as like an alligator or anything. Just Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe the man who looks like the Green Goblin. Will throw He's a there. peacock off a bridge. Yeah. Um, and a female, but it, yeah, it'll be a peacock, the peacock's girlfriend. Yeah. And, and then, on the other side, he has a train full of kids. Yeah, and you have to choose. Which one yeah. are you going for? Um, and the peacock tries to do both and the girlfriend dies. And this spurs the peacock on to be better. Ultimately making him more tired and less efficient at fighting crime because he hasn't learned to process grief, Connor. 
No, he just keeps going. That's it. And then he gives up being a superhero. But then mm. the people of New York need him. And, and he so says, he I'll be a peacock no more. And there's a bit of a suit and <laughs> a lot of feathers <laughs> sticking out of a bin. <laughs> he builds up all the feathers. <laughs> Such a stupid bear. Like, by the way, I don't know where this news. is going by the way I don't know when it ends um, so, <laughs> on June 30th Sean a few weeks mm. ago the beloved bird stopped showing up presumably oh. because the hit had been carried out they found feathers in one particular area of the street and so we can only assume that the hit has occurred right well Rip to that peacock. The, the the county sheriff's office said deputies are investigating the incident and that a potential suspect had been identified. The crimes oh. currently being investigated are animal cruelty and conspiracy to commit a crime, deputies said. Um, the news said it identified the person who posted the since-deleted Craigslist ad, who refused to answer questions and demanded to know if a crime had even been committed. <laughs> <laughs> Lads, is it really that bad to hire a hit on a peacock? <laughs> We're all thinking it. Look at your book. Genuinely, look at your fucking law book and you tell me what chapter that's sitting in. Because I know for a fact it's fucking not there. Show me where in the constitution of these United States that it says a man cannot carry out a hit or pay for a hit on a peacock. When he was told that it was indeed a crime, he reportedly stated he didn't know anything and had never seen any bird. <laughs> See, that's just more suspicious because we yeah. we know from from witness testimonies that bird was a regular in the neighbourhood and did the rounds. And you've gone too far the other way. Like, he didn't just say, if he said, oh, I've never seen any bird ever in my life, like, they're going to go, well, he's clearly lying because he's yeah. gone way too far overcompensating. What he needed to say is, I have I had no problem with that bird. Yeah. You know, that's... I had that, I had dinner with him last night. He's well alive. He's just over there. It's fine. He's a lovely man. I ate, I ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice... Oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> he's pulled into court in, like, the Hannibal mask and everything. <laughs> <laughs> they wheel him in. And, and they're just like, what do you know? It's just like, there's just one detective. And she's there. And she she's a bit suspect of him now. Oh yeah, she's going to crack that case. Uh, but yeah. everyone else is telling her to give up. She's just a rookie. He's in the glass cube and he's like showing her pictures of peacocks. <laughs> These look familiar. <laughs> when questioned further, he stated that he might have heard something about the hit, but that the bird was giving him a cocky look in his eyes all week, like he knew it was coming. <laughs> what? <laughs> and the bird- so now the story is that... He knew something about a hit, but he didn't do it. But he, the bird, he felt like the bird knew it was coming as well. Right. Well, I think what's mm. going to happen now is that a few years down the line, it's going to be revealed that it's not the peacock that was killed, but the peacock's clone. Oh, shit. We're and going clone saga. Clone saga, <laughs> but the peacock and the clone had switched lives years ago and none of us knew. This, by the way, Weird News is normally a sacred place for no comic book stuff. And <laughs> unfortunately, the people who listen to this episode, not normally as big of a nerd as myself and yourself. So, Sean, I'm not explaining the clone saga, but it's a whole thing with Spider-Man. That's it. If it it's, look, it's there if you want to look it up. Uh, I just thought it made me happy to say it. And this mm. is, I'm part of, I'm like 20% of this show. At least 20. I would give you 22. 
Don't sell yourself short. Fucking thanks, Mr. 78. <laughs> That's my name. <laughs> the mystery still remains to what happened to the bird. But if he was in fact killed, who the assassin was? And how do we track them down? Uh, I mean, what we need, I think we need, okay, so. Uh, oh, boys. I think the pe- you need to get a peacock in on this because you need a peacock's view on the whole scenario. You need a peacock to find a peacock. That's it. So now look, I'm, mm. I'm, I'm, I, 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 I wouldn't have high hopes of finding the original peacock. I'll be honest. No, I'm pretty sure that's dead. Yeah, pretty sure it's a dead peacock. We're very sad about that. But what if we got a new peacock who was who took this case on? Because this can also talk, by the way. Uh, took this yeah. case on. I assumed because, <laughs> because it's too close to home. This one, and everyone's like, "No, you're too close to this case." And they're like, I'm the only one who can solve it. And then it turns out um, that they actually carried out the hit. It was a peacock on peacock violence. Fucking hell. Yeah. Jesus. But they took up the case. Yeah. To like, to like cover their own tracks. Because if, right. if you're investigating the case, you, you can't be under su- suspicion. But the only way we knew that is because they got a third peacock in to investigate the first peacock, the second peacock. To see if he was doing a good job. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, he, he, he's missing large swaths of information that will be obvious to any peacock work. And one of the, case. obviously, the, the, the third peacock is smoking just incessantly, just non-stop smoking. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> like chain smoking. But it's a real, like, it's a big ordeal any time he has to light up a new one. <laughs> and he keeps telling people he's going to quit, but he never wants to quit. Ah, I picked the wrong yeah, week quit. to quit smoking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> picked the wrong week Shit's to quit huffing glue. <laughs> <laughs> Great airplane reference, yes. Sean, what are our thoughts on this peacock hit that that's been taken out? Is taking a hit out of a peacock enough to warrant maybe jail time just for that idea? It's definitely, definitely animal cruelty. Uh, because mm. the animal did not do anything wrong, uh, just had a voice that sounded like a cat meowing, which is something we not, all learned. That's not a crime. Let's maybe no. just one more time, Sean, just before we exit out of the story. Could you just give us one more little bit of a, a ditty of, we- of what we love? We've come to know as the greatest noise that have ever existed. Yes, so will I... Uh, I'll play us out, basically. With that one. <laughs> play me out, Johnny! <laughs> It's a different video. I hope it's still good. Oh no, it's not going to be as more aggressive. More okay. aggressive. That that is that would be the male peacock that oh, we're looking fuck. at there. Jeez, uh, that's the detective. That's, <laughs> that's the detective. Uh, and then oh, this one. Then, oh, the, the, sorry. The next suggested video is bird song. Bird calls with pictures, and the thumbnail is a dog. <laughs> That is poor for the algorithm. You want those pictures to match up with the words. My 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 cookies are going to be fucked for the next week. They're fucked. So. David Attenborough is going to be calling on you. <laughs> <laughs> I just I don't look. Oh, we all so good. We've all learned something today about peacocks and ourselves. I think. <laughs> We're going to move on to our next piece of news, Sean, and this is. I mean, there's triathlons going on these days. There's lots of different races going on. You know what I mean? <laughs> Just segueing into that from us talking about a peak. Just segue. Just I triathlons, mean, Sean. I mean, you want to get fit. 
<laughs> right, okay, what's going on in the triathlon Well, world, I'll tell it? you some. When you hear the headline for this, you will fucking try and figure out yourself how to transition into okay. this joke. Okay. So there's lots of different races going on. But, hmm. I mean, there's one particular race um, in Russia that I caught my eye this week. Because it, it's a bit of a different one. Because it's banned sex doll race goes ahead anyway as hundreds flock to raunchy event. Oh, I see the difficulty now, Connor, and I apologise. <laughs> so race. it's a sex doll race, Sean. Yes. So the f- the fastest sex doll. <laughs> Blow up sex dolls were lined up on a Russian river for the comeback edition of a bazaar race, which has been banned for nine years. Around <laughs> 500 people mounted inflatable partners to float down the rapids in Fusky River. Mm, mm, okay, um, how do I phrase this? Yeah, okay, here we go. Were the mounts... Yeah. used to, to full effect or was it more of a, a an inflatable banana in a pool scenario wait no I mean like they're blown up to full and then jumped on and then floated down right okay okay because I was thinking okay never mind continue dangerously high water levels led the authorities to ban the annual competition in 2012 with repairs also being made to a bridge over it but men and women ignored the red tape to hilariously wade through the water on dolls, despite claims the authorities found administrative reasons to forbid the racy event. Racy. Good. Racy. A bit of a racy race, you say. <laughs> Spiralling COVID-19 infection and death rates oh, have yeah, that's going increasingly, on, isn't it? <laughs> increasingly concerned about mass gatherings. Um, and they put they added extra pressure pressure to forbid the sport, but it didn't stop everyone. And so instead of stopping it, entrance to the Bubble Baba Challenge um, still all turned up. Now the rules are simple, Sean, to the race. Right. So participants must be over sixteen, able to swim, and sober. <laughs> Only three requirements. <laughs> they undergo an alcohol test before taking part. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I suppose you can't be drunk and swimming, I guess. Yeah. I suppose. I've looked up some pictures. Can I just say, like, those, like, you, everyone knows the, like, inflatable sex doll. They are horrifying to look at. Oh, absolutely freaky as fuck, aren't they? I do, like, they, they make no sense. I guess as flotation just... devices, they would kind of work. I just think of um, the episode of Only Fools and Horses with them. And then mm. that just always makes me laugh. Um, so, <laughs> ahead of the contest, there were complaints of traffic problems as cyclists rode to the event carrying the inflatable dolls on their bikes. It's a highlight of the summer, said one male swimmer, <laughs> clutching his sex doll. <laughs> it's what we all look forward to. Can you imagine if you were like, if someone that you knew seen that clip on TV of you holding the sex doll. It's the highlight of the summer, lads. Honestly, I've been looking forward to it all year. What did you do over the weekend, pal? Well, I went to the river (laughs) with my best gal. (laughs) Oh, how how did she find it? Uh, She was face down for most of it and drowning, but other than that, pretty good. Is she alright? 
Oh, she's grand. She's grand. I just put her back in the press. <laughs> Do you mean the cupboard? The cupboard. Sorry. Sorry. Oh, where I keep all my monoxide alarms. The organisers traditionally, they buy the dolls in bulk ahead of the event, then rent them out to those taking part. Is there an element of bring your own doll to this event? I feel like it's not bring your own doll. Because I feel like it shouldn't be, right? It shouldn't be because you don't want to mix business and pleasure. <laughs> you're halfway down the river, you know you're not going to win, so you decide. You might be- <laughs> You're halfway down the river having a fight. <laughs> You're in the middle of a domestic. Oh. Halfway down. No, we're never going to fucking win. For fuck's sake. Fuck's we'll talk about this when we get home. <laughs> Jesus. It's a long um, cycle home. <laughs> Founder Dmitry Bulanov has said the race originated as a joke at a party where men got drunk and the women didn't show up. <laughs> Sounds fun. <laughs> So And it just escalated from there into this yearly event. Oh, man. A translation of the official Baba Challenge website reads, We are talking about rafting along a rapids river on inflatable rubber women, or more simply about swimming on waves and breakers on ads from a sex shop. That's the exact translation, but I think we all get the gist. Yes. Um, Blow up dolls so, in a river, do your best. Now, what I will say is that this is being held for 2021. It's go- mm-hmm. it's going ahead. It has taken place, Sean. But that means it's back next year. And so I'm sure this will be a worldwide thing next year that people will be turned up from everywhere because only 500 people turned up this time. But that's because, I mean, there's a pandemic going on that's as well. That's true. What if we had some kind of, like, European qualifiers for it and then <laughs> you, you, you all finish up in Russia towards the end of it and you have the best of the best going, going for it? The best of the best? Like all yeah, there's definitely the some people... Some people here are just taking the piss. There's definitely some of them that weren't great. Like, you could definitely get lads over in, like, different parts of Europe that have been practising for years for this. Oh, you, like, get, like, the the Italians. They've been winning Eurovision, the Euros. They've won it all this year. They're on a streak. Oh, what's one more thing? Get the, tri- get the triple. The, tri- <laughs> <laughs> the triple the, threat. The triple threat. <laughs> We're good at singing. We're good at soccer. We're good at floating on sex dolls. That's the triple. That's the holy trinity. These are our three skills, and that's all we need here in Italy. Add an extra star to our badge. <laughs> this is what we do. Congratulations, Italy. We think you're really cool. Oh man, so cool. Um, but Sean, I feel like this competition either it's going to take off or it's maybe. Maybe, I don't know if it has the legs. I don't know. I mean, Can't. they're renting them out to people that arrive. That's true. That's true. That's a risky move at, at first because to return a sex doll. Uh, it's, you never but, want to return one. No. And can I just say, it's possible that next year this competition could blow up. Huh? That's a uh, domestic waiting to happen. <laughs> if you're oh, on the no. river and she blows up, you are bulldick. Oh. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Yeah, that's another thing. Is it is like, sure, is there going to be like an elitist thing where it's pay to win? Where if you buy like the best sex stuff, yeah. it floats and like has a motor on the back and all of this shit. <laughs> You're just thinking of a boat, but you just put like a sex doll at the front. <laughs> that's, yeah, like what's the requirements? When does it stop being a sex doll and start being a boat? Because can, <laughs> what, like, what's the requirements for it to be a sex doll? Is the yeah, question. like I think you stab through. 
You yeah. just like take out the material, spread it around the boat, and then <laughs> just be like, look, it's all there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Imagine seeing that on a dark night. Imagine being in the middle of a race floating slowly down a rapid and I turned up in that in a speedboat. In a speedboat, just like yeah. the head of a, like, like mounted on the front of it. And then someone's on the side and like, he's going to be trouble, but he's so damn talented. <laughs> and you'd like jump a levee like in uh, Miami Vice. <laughs> Sunglasses on. Yeah. All, <laughs> I'm the coolest man there. You drive home in a white Ferrari with a sex doll on the front of it. <laughs> chopped up, surrounding it again. <laughs> he doesn't know how to use them. He just keeps chopping them up. <laughs> it's technically allowed, but we hate him so much. <laughs> um, John, in this competition, I mean, do you feel like you do well? Do you feel like anyone should have to practice for this? I, I don't I- even know if it's... If it's weird, because you're just... It's like having, like, an inflatable, like, crocodile or something. You just show that, up and they yeah. just give it to you. That's what I was thinking. Like, it, I, in many ways, it comes down to who's the best, like, swimmer, I would say. Because that's the only way you're getting effective speed. Yeah. I don't... The, look, the, I don't know much about rapids. Uh, I went kayaking once, and uh, they had us do this thing where you just, like, cross your arms and float down some rapids, and that was pretty fun. Uh, but... That's that's the extent of my knowledge. There were no sex. I can only assume you nearly drowned that day. No, I nearly drowned another time. <laughs> oh, go on. When I was younger, I just I just I nearly drowned. I I went under in the pool and I woke up on a table and they were beating my chest. So <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell! <laughs> <laughs> only you. How have I not told you that? How did I not know that story? I don't know. It just adds to the list of Sean's childhood stories. I'm telling you, years ago, you should have opened with that. You should have, <laughs> the first time we met, you should have said that to me. Do you know I nearly died? That's, it's ah, mad. Yeah, Sean. Yeah, to wake up and you're just, they're beating your chest. That's a good story. Oh, fuck, I'll start telling that one. So. Yeah, I, I would keep, save that for the wedding. Save, like seven. Were you? Yeah, Jesus. I was really young, man. Yeah, now I feel I've killed the mood now, but... <laughs> so, do you take any evil drowned in this race? Maybe. <laughs> but they could be saved. If Maybe we just let some children in. Seven-year-olds. Just let them do it. I No, I will say, I think the over-16 rule is probably fair in this regard. Mm. Uh, yeah. The no-drinking rule as well. I think that, that probably cut down on most of the deaths that could have happened in this. <laughs> Because you're going down rapids as well. Yeah. Um, so, shall we move on to our next piece of news? Man rescued after scaling 30 metre high Halifax construction crane and then falling asleep. Oh, so I, you, you said falling and I was like, oh, no, that's bad. <laughs> no, no, asleep. he's falling asleep. How do you fall asleep on top of a crane? So a construction crew in Halifax had a surprise on Friday morning. When they arrived at work, they found a man in his 20s unresponsive and locked inside the cab at the top of the 30 metre tall construction crane. Jesus, that... Like... Oh, I I, oh, I need to break down this man's psychology for a second because he's walking around, right? Mm, Presumably yeah. late at night. Thinks, God, I fancy a sleep. Where's somewhere I could sleep? Where's the I- quietest place you could go? But, like, he has to reconcile the fact with himself that he has to climb up 30 feet on yeah. a ladder to get mm-hmm. into a, to see a cab that might not be open 
so that he can curl up and sleep for the night. I've never been that tired in my life. (laughs) Also, I like the next line. The man believed to be intoxicated, RHA, had fallen asleep after scaling the crane overnight. A busy... um, (laughs) So, Brad Connors, District Chief of Halifax Regional Fire and Emergency, said the construction crew called 911 around 7.15am after the crane operator had unsuccessfully tried to rouse the man. I mean, when you turn up to work and you, like, you work on the crane, you climb up all those steps, you're that high in the air, and you just turn around, there's a guy sitting in your seat... (laughs) And you try and wake up and you can't... Like, I like it. Like, they definitely start at seven. And like, <laughs> they climbed up to the crowd and spent 15 minutes trying and then call 911. And it's just like you see him and then definitely turn around and go, John, John, come here and look at this. This You're, is fucking mad. This is weird. Like, because he had to... Because cl- he climbed up the crane... And usually on a normal day of work, presumably he would just be up in the crane for a while. But his, his so colleagues a- see him coming back down. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's in my seat. Who? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so rescue technicians were sent to the scene and managed to wake the man up. Once they determined he did not require immediate medical attention, they created a plan to get him safely back on the ground. The man was placed in a harness with ropes attached to anchor points on the crane and managed to climb down himself while rescue technicians monitored from above and below. So they had him tied up so he wouldn't fall. Wow. But he, he got up there, Grant. It's getting down is the, is the issue. See, when he got up there when he was drunk. So he had that weird drunk strength. And, and like coordination somehow. <laughs> so like how many people would have just died? Like you climb a so crane. Many. You climb yeah. a crane. Like I wouldn't climb a crane sober. Like that's that's terrifying to me. I would ne- I would never do that. I'm terrified of heights. So yeah. if I if I got up there I'd be like, nah, I'm just gonna leave. <laughs> I'm just I'm done. I'd get like four steps up and be like, I'll sleep on the ground, that's fine. <laughs> do you know what? I have a bed. I'll just sleep in that. I have a house I could go to. <laughs> what am I doing here? This is mad. The, um, <laughs> it can't have been comfortable either. Like, it's a very cramped space. I think you get that drunk. I don't think it matters. That's fair. That's fair. You can sleep on a better I, I think if you're drunk enough to climb a crane to fall asleep, I think you're drunk enough to be like, yeah, this is grand. Because outside <laughs> it's very windy. with that. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> Like, would the crane move at all during the night? Oh, it would. Oh, no. Oh, oh the crane would be... The crane would move and I'd just be like, nah, just give it up. <laughs> it's fine. This is, this is how I die. And then you're like, you're hung over as fuck the next morning and the first thing you have to do is climb down from a, tra- a crane. <laughs> at qu- half seven in the morning. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just like, fuck. Just like, on me head. It's <laughs> killing me. Oh, yeah, you have to climb down a crane. <laughs> Like every clink of the ladder as he goes down is death. <laughs> and he's looking for sympathy. And everyone's just like, fuck you, man. You've ruined our day of work. <laughs> um, so yeah, we're finishing off this week with a police chase that went wrong. And this is in Massachusetts as police chase ends at McDonald's drive through as woman orders food in middle of pursuit. What the fuck? That's that's not a real story. That's a comedy sketch, surely. No. <laughs> She's loving it, Sean. A police <laughs> chase of a woman in a stolen truck ended at a McDonald's drive-thru after she tried to order food during the pursuit. 
The chase happened around 8.45am in Massachusetts, so she's getting that breakfast menu. Um, As officers got a 911 call about a stolen pickup truck in the eastern part of the city. The man that made the 911 call told officers that a woman, whom he said he didn't know, climbed into his car and drove away. He said his pickup truck had GPS and he could see its location. So he knew where she was. (laughs) Of all the pickup trucks to rob, you pick the one that is tracked. Uh, as officers made their way to the area of the stolen truck, they were flagged down by another driver who said their car had been hit by the truck minutes before. Joanna Gardell was identified as the person accused of stealing the truck and officers said they found her in the stolen truck a few blocks away. The officer activated his blue lights, got out of his cruiser and approached the stolen vehicle. Um, the operator uh, then drove away as the officer walked towards her. The officer got back into his cruiser and followed her at a low rate of speed, but she did not stop. <laughs> Which I like. She just continued going. She was in no at rush 40. to get anywhere. She's going just like she's in third gear. Like she's not like booting it, but at the same time, fast enough to get there eventually. Yeah, and at the same time, like there is a police car telling you to stop. So Miss Gardell began to eventually increase her speed after several minutes on Main Street and drove through red lights. The officer deactivated his lights and sirens and stopped following her for safety reasons. This is when the woman allegedly crossed into the wrong lane and oncoming traffic, hitting a van. She then backed up the vehicle at a high rate of speed and struck a cruiser behind her and then dragged one of the other officers um, out of the way. They had to dive out of the way. Officers pursued the stolen vehicle at another low rate of speed before the pursuit was called off again for safety reasons. Jesus Um, Christ. Gardell then finally allegedly pulled into the drive-thru nearby McDonald's to try to order food, but officers found her and tried to arrest her. That's ridiculous. So she was... They were like, okay, she's just going to... If we, if, we, if we keep chasing her, she's just going to do damage to everyone. So yeah. they're like, let's pull back for a bit. And then she immediately, like, <laughs> plows into the side of a van and backs up into a the, car. The minute they pull away, she causes more hassle. Because their thought is, we have her on GPS. So it doesn't matter where she goes, we yeah. know where she is. We'll just wait till she stops and we'll get her there. Yeah. Did she manage to get her food order in before she was taken away? Officers approached her in two vehicles, um, um, but the officer, sorry, the officers found her and tried to arrest her. They approached her in two vehicles, but she intentionally struck one before veering off the road and getting the stolen pickup truck stuck in a pile of mulch that was on the McDonald's property. <laughs> what? What, what? What need have McDonald's for mulch? I feel like they're doing a bit of farming on the sly. <laughs> Just, oh, that'd be grim if you go drive into McDonald's and there's a lot of fucking cows in the field beside you. You think there's cows in those burgers? Oh, well, <laughs> that's, look, that's not true, brother. A lot of cardboard cutouts of cows and then a big yeah. fucking mass of meat that's just being ground down slowly. <laughs> it reminds me of the, the kitchen in The Simpsons. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so officers were able to pull Gardell out of the vehicle as she fought and struggled with them, telling them she was still waiting on her meal and trying to leave her alone. Just, I just need my nuggies. <laughs> Let me have my nuggies in peace. Then you can take me, please. All this chasing is making me hungry. 
All this struggling is making me crave more nugs. <laughs> uh, Car- Garnell is facing a litany of charges, including failure to stop for police, leaving the scene of an accident, assault and battery by means of a dangerous weapon, malici- malicious mischief to motor vehicles, disturbing the peace, disorderly conduct, and use of motor vehicle without authority, among several other things that they're throwing at her. Amongst generally being a dickhead. Just being a dickhead, but Sean, this woman was in the middle of a car chase and decided that a McDonald's was the right way to go at that moment. Like, she, when they backed off the second time, she, they must, she must have just thought, oh, they're letting me off with it. That's fine. And time for dinner. Time, time for dindins. It's, I've had time for <laughs> breakfast, if anything. Yeah, I've, I've had a tough day already. This day's either starting off quite poorly. I'm going to need to get some fuel into me if they're going to be following me for a while. Feeling a bit sad might get a happy meal for myself. <laughs> Maybe. But uh, yeah, I like the idea. She's like, finally, I got away. I think I lost them. Straight into the drive through. <laughs> <laughs> Let's celebrate, boys. <laughs> Um, so what do you think of this woman do you feel like maybe going for a takeaway meal mid chase is the wrong choice probably yeah no I thought like they were they were literally like in a high speed chase and then she started indicating and like pulled in slowly just pulled in to the left <laughs> it's just like I'll be back in a minute guys but it, it, this this is almost better because she thought she oh, got yeah. away with it and decided to celebrate with McDonald's Uh because she could use a drive through because she had a car now. She, I mean, she has the car, and they can't follow her. Like, all it has is a GPS. So what could they do? They don't know where she is. Like, and then you you have, like, an alibi, because the hamburger will lie for you. He's already on your side. <laughs> he's already, a, he, like, he's no snitch. Yeah, he, he, he doesn't like the police. He has no time for them. <laughs> They're, they hate him just as much as he hates them. Just and then, oh, bring Uncle Uncle. Oh, Follow up. Do you remember Uncle O'Grimacy that we talked about on Weird yes. News a few weeks back? Uh, apparently, that there was, was like di- three months ago. <laughs> it was like three. It's a few weeks still. Uh, there was discourse on the McDonald's Wikipedia page, the McDonaldland page, because Uncle O'Grimacy. The reason it said so much fucked up shit on his Wikipedia page is because someone had defaced it. And, what? And then there was a comment from like a, a couple of weeks after we posted our episode. There was a comment that just said. Uh, at guy who edited last I'm changing it back now <laughs> <gasps> they ruined it so we they gave took- him shit for no reason maybe maybe but like yeah we gave McDonald's shit for no reason they haven't done uh, anything wrong ever no, they're a stand up they're- kind of company <laughs> they're flawless along with all other mega corporations <laughs> and carbon monoxide <laughs> and carbon monoxide we'll bring into carbon monoxide in this podcast <laughs> or should I say carbon monoxide awareness check your alarms please <laughs> I know what I'll be doing after this show <laughs> <laughs> you need to get a hobby <laughs> thank you it's, it's carbon monoxide alarm maintenance <laughs> it's carbon monoxide week every week <laughs> 52 <laughs> weeks of the year there's always carbon monoxide uh, would you like me to take us out Connor yes please thank you everyone for listening to this episode of Weird News Wednesday we'll be back on Friday with Hero or Zero Monday with Movie Mondays and next Wednesday with another episode of Weird News Wednesdays big thank you goes out to everyone who supports us over on Patreon patreon.com slash heroes for hire podcast uh, everyone who supports over there gets access to movie reviews and reviews of the TV show Loki um, so and other TV shows a bunch of stuff there's a whole bunch of stuff over there so head over there if you want to check it out big thank you 
goes out to Connor. I don't mean to alarm you, but I think someone might be listening to these private conversations that we have. Don't uh, be telling me that, Waffles. Don't be telling me that. Kira <laughs> uh, Lawler, David Clark, Ed Ball, Joe Heroes for Hire is brought to you by the Nightwing movie, Little Dickie's Big Adventure, coming to a post-virtual cloudaplex. That'd be uh, good. That'd be good. That's Connor's dream. Uh, Roisin Shrodoshin <laughs> Halley Ryan Right Time Evanson Sean Heroes Don't Do That Jameson Dominic Josiah Florida Gal Green Anna Maureen Has the Fry on Helmroos Lil Dicky I don't know what a spice bag is but I want to try it McGrew again please do uh, they're yeah. very good uh, not for you but they taste really nice uh, Danny McLaughlin Ray and it's worth it just have a different name said each episode everybody get up singing five will make you get down now kind regards Luke uh, thank you everyone for the continued support really appreciate it you really help make the show happen um, and couldn't do it without you if you want to support the show head on over there all the social medias they're also linked below the best way you can ever help out the show is by telling one human being that we exist just the one please but I think that's about it Connor. I think so so I've been Connor Lawler I've been Sean Meehan I'll see you next week guys bye bye 